Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, but before I bring you this amazing podcast, I mean, this podcast is going to be the best podcast you've ever heard. This podcast is going to bring world peace. I just know it. I can feel it. Um, anyway, uh, what I wanted to tell you guys was we wanted to bring you guys some more uh, some more content to pay to our paid subscribers. So we are now introducing... Uh, I don't know what we're going to call it. I think we, we kind of kicked around the idea of calling it uh, With Piss Breaks Included as a joke because we like to drink a little beer while we're doing the podcast. And, you know, sometimes you got to get up and take a little pee-pee break. Um, anyways, uh, for $5 a month, you're going to get a little extra content, probably 15 to 30 minutes extra content, uh, maybe more sometimes. That's going to be like pre-show, uh, post-show, and sometimes when we do take a break in the middle of the show, we sometimes record a little bit and that gets edited out. Uh, anyways, so for $5 a month, you can uh, have access to that. It's going to be kind of raw footage, per se. It... Uh, that stuff won't be edited out, basically. So you're going to hear a lot of behind-the-scenes, kind of what goes on in our conversations when we're not... When we're not uh, I guess we're recording, but it's not. it doesn't make it to the actual show. Um, so it's, it's, it's really more personal stuff, kind of. Um, less content about the show, get to know us a little bit better, that kind of stuff right there. So uh, head on over to the show notes. There is going to be a link in the show notes uh, once I get this uploaded. And uh, you could become a paid subscriber for as little as $5 a month. It's going to help the show. Uh, podcasting isn't free. I know it's free for you guys. Most most of it's free. And I want to keep it that way for the most part. But it would not. Uh, I would not be mad if we could generate a little revenue uh, to help with buying new equipment. Want to get a couple new microphones. Uh, stuff like that. Our studio maintenance. That kind of stuff like that. So, anyways, like I said, head on over to the uh, show notes. There's going to be a link there through our host, Red Circle. And you could become a paid subscriber for as little as $5 a month. Anyways, without further ado, welcome to the show. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. Because <laughs> they're raping everybody out here. Should, no. a, should a Jewish I baker think, be required to bake a I Nazi think wedding Muslim cake? Millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, how about that? It feels kind of like we're up the creek. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry. I'm the boss. That's how about right. that? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Well, I'm not a crook. If we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Has your kids, has your wife. Whole binders full of, uh, of women. You just gotta keep on paddling. You know, I got talk blood, man. Streaming stuff going on, on, the, on, the, on the, the internet. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. <laughs> Welcome to Up the Creek. I wanted to start this episode off with this. I, I don't know what to even say about this, but let me turn this up. Oh, oh, sorry. Shit. The Sunday Conversation. This is actually like... Hold on. This is from Barstool Sports, and gosh dang it, I need that to go away. This is from Barstool Sports, and it's Riff Raff and Jody D'Antoni, some guy from Barstool. <laughs> I don't. Uh, it's the weirdest interview I've ever seen in my life. So. Well, I'm tired in the skies. Is it true you got a high butt crack? 
know what the fuck make of this. <laughs> That. Yeah, I don't even know what it was. <laughs> I, 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 neither do I. It was an interview uh, with, like I said, Jody Dan Tony. Oh shit! Shit! Oh, damn it! Fuck! <laughs> How do I get this to fucking do this? <laughs> there we go. Um, I don't know. I came across it. <laughs> I was like. What? So who's Jody D'Antoni? <laughs> I think he's so Barstool Sports. You know what that is, right? Yeah. I think he just works for Barstool Sports, and uh, they he they interviewed Riff Raff, and he, he's you know he, he's a rapper or whatever. I don't know any of his music. He's a white rapper. Um, 
so that was that. That's awesome. It's a fantastic interview. The most fucking wild ass thing ever. And I, I know that was cut up and edited. Right. For, for uh, it was on Instagram. I think is what I saw that. But yeah, it was. Uh, for the listeners, go check out Barstool Sports. This is actually a couple weeks old, but it's uh, it is unreal. It's just kind of like, what the fuck? I just thought it'd be funny to break the ice a little bit. Start out with something fucking weird. So, anyways. You want to jump in here? <clears throat> yeah, so we're ruled by old people who, you know, have special shopping hours and uh, fall asleep at 12.30 or so. Mm-hmm. Get up at 5 and go to the town and country. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that that just seems wild to me that this isn't a bigger conversation of you know. I, and this isn't like a Trump versus Biden thing, but it's Biden. He's seventy eight years old. The average life expectancy <laughs> for an American male is like what seventy six, something like that. I mean, this is just stupid. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is this even a thing? It's not saying they can't be in politics. Just maybe you can't be the president. Maybe you can't chair a important committee in the Senate. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe there's Pelosi. like yeah, I mean, there's got to be. Something. I mean, because I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying there's nobody out there, but I don't really think that anybody that I know can say that their grandma or their grandpa is like up with the times. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And like how to solve issues, you know, because they don't, they're, they're not in this world. They didn't grow up with computers and phones and information and data. So why are we asking them? To figure out these issues. This is yeah. the dumbest thing ever. When you have to show them how to use the internet. Mm-hmm. And use their Facebook. Because they got teams that do that. For oh, them. they have teams. Like, just imagine They're that. They're not these, doing it themselves. These are, these are people who are supposed to work for you, and they pay people on teams to handle fucking Twitter. I mean, just some shit that's on your phone that takes, like, three seconds. It's yeah. just the dumbest thing in the world. No, it's it's unreal. What's the average age it says in here? I can't remember. Uh Oh, I'm sure it's at least in the 60s. No, I think it's older than that. It's like in the 80s, I believe. I wouldn't be sure. For like the Senate or something like that. Well, because real quick, we'll just go... Uh, Diane Feinstein, 87. Uh, Chuck Grassley, 87. Pat Leahy, 80. Richard Shelby and Jim Inhofe, 86. Bernie Sanders turns 80. Lamar Alexander, 80. Pat Roberts, 84. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. It's it's nuts. I mean, that that being said, but it shouldn't be the exact opposite either when you got people like AOC who's just 30 years old. I think she's 30 now. She was 29 last year. I'm going to... I'm gonna. So this is an interesting one for me. Yeah. Because I, I don't like AOC politically from a mm-hmm. policy perspective. But I will say this. She's a member of the House of Representatives, right? So on... Obviously, the federal government's out of control, but in a better world, Mm -hmm. that really shouldn't have a whole lot to do with us here, like in Kansas and what we think. But the one thing that I do like about AOC is you know where she stands on an issue. Oh, very true. She's not like uh, some of these other cats that are up here that are kind of the classic politician in the middle, always constantly waffling because they never want to commit to anything. Mm -hmm. AOC commits to what she says. And I'm cool with that. Like, I, I would rather know who you are and where you stand than, than just true. have this sort of waffling statesman thing. Yeah. And I, I will say, again, and I, you know, maybe a little bit of sympathy for Bernie. Not much. I don't like you guys, but maybe just a little bit of sympathy because 
I think they picked the right problems. They have the wrong solutions about everything, and they're terrible yeah. and would make it worse, but they have picked all the right issues, right? So whether it's, uh, you know, student debt or, like, you know, AOC's one of the ones who signed on to, hey, Cuomo, you got to go, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that I'm all for. And then even, I, 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 this escapes me what it was, but the there was a thing a few weeks ago where, like, Ted Cruz and AOC had, like, the same opinion on something, and they ended up feuding about it because, obviously, those yeah. two came along. But yeah. the point was, it was like, well, they're they're still picking the right issue. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I would rather have people that do that and, and be wrong about their solutions than just this constant, you know, because that was sort of the gripe about Trump with a lot of people and why Biden is president now is because there was this craving for this. So I just want this statesman who's non-offensive and doesn't tweet things. And well, you got that. And it's a it's a giant limp wiener, you know, and what do you do with it? No, I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Um, yeah, I think they do. Uh, they do pick the right issues. Uh, I just think with her age, she's a little bit immature because just me in my last, I don't know, five to 10 years of how I think politically things have changed. I mean, I was pro Bush. Well, I I think at one time, I think one of the things that changes though, is you look at her, it's like goes to college, super liberal, Mm -hmm. gets into politics and never really has a a, a life, a, a job, like a in the career yeah, sense, yeah. right? It's just like restaurant stuff, whatever. Not demeaning people that work in restaurants. I'm just saying, I no, mean, come no, on, yeah. you're in your mid twenties, you're a bartender. That's, that's not, not a like, job. That's, that's not that, your career, right? That's you're a not... temporary stepping stone to get you. Yes, yes. yeah. And uh, so that's where she, that's how she views the world, right? And it's it's mm-hmm. honestly it's kind of the same with Joe Biden. Never had a regular job. Fucking got out of granddaddy's Th- paid for law true. school and immediately became a politician. Has been a politician ever since. Uh huh. Yeah. And. uh they just have this warped view of the world that doesn't really make a lot of sense. You just you, you're not going to see it from people like that, and that's why they're going to be so hardcore down these certain types of rabbit holes, you know, or so addicted to a certain type of image, because that's really all they have. Because there isn't something else to pull on. Yeah. Well, it's those establishment type people, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, Biden, never actually living in the real world. He's lived inside this Congress. You know, yeah, world li- is literal, literally life. the ivory tower. Yes, yes, literally, yes. Um, but yeah, there definitely needs to be. A, I guess the whole point of this was term limits. There should be term limits. You shouldn't be damn near ninety years old and still get to have your seat in the Senate. Yeah, I mean, just because you keep getting voted in, we all know that works, anyways. Everybody oh, yeah, goes, I... and when they when it's time to vote, they just. Well, my team's Democrat or my team's Republican. Boom, 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 boom. Down the list. Yep. I mean, I guess do a little bit of research beforehand. Find out who the representatives in your state are. Who is the Senate for your state? You know, that kind of stuff. Like, actually go do that instead of just thinking, well, you know. Because even if you are a Democrat or Republican, there's always people that are running that you may actually read a little bit about. or And you may agree with them more than you agree with this 86-year-old fuck that's been in politics for at that point. Yeah. Well, the issue there is 50 getting, plus years is getting people to pay attention to primary level elections and state level elections. Right. right. You know, nobody, nobody watches it, you know, like college basketball. Mm-hmm. Nobody watches till the playoffs. Right. Even base, yeah. baseball, same way. No, nobody watches until the playoffs. They're very true. And, very and true. That's, that's what the problem is, is because by the time you get to that level, and I don't have a problem with Chuck Grassley, but Chuck Grassley is the guy that's on the ticket. 
right? So mm-hmm. then you're just stuck with that because nobody nobody gets involved beforehand. True, and, and true. to your point, I think that's exactly it, is if people get involved at the state level or the primary level or whatever, we, we could make a huge difference, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and, and we both said this a thousand times before, but... The, we we focus way too much on the on the presidential election and that stuff. The state should be should make way more sense to us. It, sh- it should mean more to us. Yep. It doesn't. It really should. Uh, because in the end of the day, just because the, they pass this federal bill that becomes a law doesn't mean jack shit when the state can say no. Absolutely. We're not gonna we're not gonna recognize that in our state, and it's happening in other states right now. Um, a lot of these executive orders that Biden signed. A lot of states are refusing to acknowledge him. Like, I nope. think even more granular, even uh, your local sheriff has a huge amount of authority. I mean, yeah. they're, they're literally the tip of the spear over whether something gets enforced or not. And so a few years ago, the, the issue at the time was uh, was guns in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff, they were just like, yeah, if this passes, we're not, we're not enforcing this, right? Yeah. And so then that puts all of the burden of that onto a federal agency, which they don't have the manpower. They can't come do it. And then even if they did... How are they going to deal with the sheriff's department, right? Because those are the people that really run that jurisdiction. So, right, right. Oh yeah, local local stuff has a lot more power than people think, and that well, needs to make a comeback. So. Something as basic as marijuana. Yeah. Well, exact same thing, right? If a yeah. if a city says we're going to like Denver several years ago, right? They decrim mm-hmm. when they first decriminalized marijuana, right? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously that's illegal at the federal level, right? But Doesn't if matter. the local sheriff's not going to enforce it. What, the feds are going to come into the sheriff's jurisdiction? No, because then the sheriffs are just going to start kicking them out. Exactly. And and arresting the federal agent for, you know know what I mean? Because that's Ah. how the authority works. Yes. Yes. And so, yeah, that's a a huge deal. Anyway. So, just to throw in on top of that, you know, a lot of people, they hear states' rights or they see that Gadsden flag and it's, you know, just some right-wing redneck (laughs) shit. And like, no, it's really not it at all. No. there's, there's There's a legitimate meaning to that. It's so funny when I uh, explain to people what the Gadsden flag means, and I tell them why the rattlesnake was chosen, because it's a pretty docile creature until you fuck with it. Like, lots of just-leave-me-the-fuck-alone Americans, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're like, really? I said, well, yeah. I said, most people just want to be left alone. The, the rattlesnake doesn't want you to go provoke it or mess with it. I said, but as soon as you start start doing that it's gonna strike back and that's what the gadsden flag means it's not a a right-wing conspiracy right-wing white supremacist it has nothing to do with that at all it was the first flag of the united states yeah sure yeah which is everybody everybody should be proud to fly that flag right below the american flag but you know how the media they spin it as it's a uh you know you conspiracy theorists white supremacists Anyways. Oh, so this is the next one. The White House advisor Cedric Richmond, he wants uh, Biden to tackle racial, racial barriers and so Congress can start studying reparations. How do you feel about reparations? It's actually, I think, kind of complicated in my mind because mm-hmm. I a lot of stuff we're dealing with today is because we failed to address the issues that were surrounding and caused the American Civil War. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, you have slavery, obviously, sure. right? And then the failure to address uh, the damages that slavery caused in you know, denying a certain group of people a culture and any kind of standing in society is a, is a huge issue. 
And also on top of that, in a lot of these other political issues, like we were just talking about states' rights, the issue of nullification in states being able to say no. Those two things are intertwined in the first American Civil War, and to this day, we have failed to unpack them. Because anytime now you talk about states' rights, the you know public education version is all racism. And mm-hmm. so everything is, is tied in with racism, even though a lot of things have nothing to do with that, you know, when we talk yeah. about states' rights in today's context. Mm-hmm. And so our failure to address these racial issues in the past is really screwing us over today. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not against something somehow. I, I don't know what it should be. I think the idea of, like, you're just going to cut a bunch of people a check based on how they look or whatever, if if you think racism is an issue now, that's going to make it 10 times worse. Oh, fuck, it is. And then I think one of the things that I saw floated on, uh, as far as what they're talking about now, was uh, making college free mm-hmm. for African Americans. And maybe there's a way to go about that. I don't know. I just, broadly speaking, though, here's the thing. and I, Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Challenge me by all means. College is already getting more and more useless for the average 18-year-old. Yeah. Right. If you go to college, there is now more competition within the college. And if you choose poorly within that college, which is what all the incentives tell you to do, right, to go get some degree in something that you love, right? Well, I think that's a shitty way to look at like work because most jobs for most people are not necessarily love. It's, it's a, it's, it's a means to an end. Everything mm-hmm. is a trade-off. You know, you, yeah. you you do something that you can tolerate to get income to do the things that you love, right? There needs to be a separation between different things because not everybody's kind of this entrepreneur or, or whatever. So yeah, if, well, if the result of this is that a bunch of kids who otherwise couldn't have gone to college go to college, on its in, in and of itself, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But if the result of them going to college is that you just now have even more people with some of these liberal arts degrees that, that already don't translate well into like a workplace or any kind of value, you're going to just create a class of people who have, they've drawn more on the system now because the system is paying for this college. But this college that they're getting in return doesn't offer them any kind of value that they can pump back into the system. Mm -hmm. And so what you're going to have is you're going to have a system that's on the ropes and you're going to have a bunch of people who went through that that are now incredibly frustrated because they're not getting what they thought out of the back end, Mm -hmm. right? And then if you want to talk about uh, how racial stuff flares up, uh, you're absolutely going to have another problem on your hands because now suddenly you're going to have all these people that feel like, oh, look, I'm college educated. I ticked the box. I have this pedigree, but there's going to be a lot more of them. And so companies that do hire, even if it is some of these you know, more oddball degrees, are going to be like, you just watered down the whole value of everybody, right? Because now instead of there being 10 of you to pick from, there's a thousand of you to pick from. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's value goes down a little bit because that's how just basic competition works. So there's no... The more you have of something, the less it's worth. And, and, then, and then let's just throw the direct, the direct racial thing on top of that is going to be all these people that are not getting their college paid for. They're going to see that. And then they're going to feel 10 times more racist than they were before. Yeah. You know, because they're going to look at this and see that, oh, this guy got a handout just because of the way he looks or who his parents were. Mm-hmm. When, you know, I think, uh, I don't know, I'd just be ranting at this point. But but even the white-black thing, I think, gets muddy because, well, not all white people's ancestors owned slaves. And not all white people were even in this country when slaves existed. So... 
I agree that there should have the 40 acres and the mule thing at the end of the Civil War. Absolutely, in my opinion, something yeah. should have happened to rectify that wrong, but it didn't. Sure, yeah. And so, I'm not opposed to something. I just don't know what that something is, and I don't think that free school and I don't think checks are are the solution. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, you said. Um, not everybody came from this country. Not everybody's, you know, just because you're white, you, your your family owns slaves. Also, how many white people out there have black in their bloodline? Sure. Tons. Tons. Reparations start coming through, I'm going to do a 23 in me. I can guarantee you there's someone back there. I'm going to get my check, too. You know? <clears throat> I'm just kind of joking, but at the same time, it's that's, that's ridiculous. But also, uh, you, you said work, and that I really, I didn't want to interrupt you, but... The work thing, like it, it's a trade-off. Yeah, if you're if you're fortunate enough to to pick a career that you love doing and make money, good for you. If you go to college and and because you've been always taught and you're always told do something you love, you sh- when you go to work you shouldn't have to. You know the blah 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 the public education thing we always hear. If you're if you do that, do, and you picked that path that degree to get do not go blame somebody else right well because you got a degree in what you love but the thing you love doesn't actually pay well exactly do some research in in my case like i like i like hanging out with my family and i like camping at the lake and i like sitting outside drinking walking around the woods yeah you know what i mean like yeah but that doesn't pay Right? No. It's it's not 1492 anymore. You know, the, the guys like me, you know, I'm not just going to go hop on a boat. Oh, this is going to be an adventure, right? <laughs> that's that's recreation now. That's a yeah. hobby. Yeah. And so I can't choose to do that. If I did choose to do that, today we call that homelessness, right? And so you're not going to have that fruitful life. Mm-hmm. And then the idea of like when you're a kid, you know, like, oh, I'm going to be a marine biologist, right? I want to go diving and studying animals. A lot of people do that. That's great. But not everybody can do that, and there's a lot of competition for those spots that do pay, that mm-hmm. allow you to go do those things that you enjoy. And so it's not yeah. saying don't try, it's just there has to be a measure of realism into the, the education system is about what we're going. And like the job that I do now, I didn't even know that it was a thing until I was like 19 years old, and then I just saw somebody doing it, and I I just kind of fell into it, and I... uh. I'm not going to say that I love my job because it's it's a job, but I, I can highly, highly tolerate my job and I, I don't like hate my job and mm-hmm. it allows me to go pursue the things that I like, which is walking around the forest, hanging out with my family in the summer, maybe going to the lake, you know, right. I can do that stuff. And so it, it works out great. Yeah. And and that's a, that's a trade-off because like I said, the thing that I love, we call homelessness today, right? So, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I just... Don't go blame somebody else because of the decisions you made. Yeah, you know, and, I, and that's what would happen with the school thing is, is you'd see, uh, you know, not everybody's an engineer, not everybody's a doctor, not everybody's right. a lawyer. Yeah. And so you're going to have this huge glut of things that are not those positions that are already not valuable and they're just in turn going to make themselves less valuable. And then those people who go through that process are going to be incredibly frustrated at the system. At the same time, the system is like collapsing because it's spending so many resources putting this out and then society at large is going to say we obviously have an issue here but because of the way cancel culture and stuff works you won't be able to say well this was a dumb idea Mm -hmm. and so you just it's just a really bad situation if that's the road we go yeah 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 absolutely I was going to say something. I just lost my train of thought. So I'll interrupt then. Go um, ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I got laid off from a, a job when I was 19, right? And that's where mm-hmm. I saw the job that I do now. And so I got laid off. And at the time, this was in the 
whatever the financial crash was, end of Bush, beginning oh, of eight. Obama. Yeah. Right around there. And uh, so there was like this federal grant program that you could apply to get into. And if you get into this program, you could pick from like, they have this list of like professions you could pick from. Uh-huh. They say, if you go to school to learn one of these 20 skills, and as long as you're going to school and you're getting A's and B's, and then within a year of finishing school, you have like a job or whatever, then we'll pay for all of that schooling, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that I do now was on the list, just so happened to be, and and so that's what I do now. And, and that worked out great for me. And so, I mean, if, if education is what they're talking about, maybe if it's something like that, you know, where they say, More hey, of a trade? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I don't want to say everything on there was a trade, but definitely that was the lean. It was like, mm-hmm. here are things that, that the de- you know, I don't know if Department of Labor, whoever, but they say are in demand. There's a shortage of people doing this kind of work, and we really, really need them, right? Well, so if you go fill this societal need that we've identified, you know, and I, here I am sounding like a damn commie. Like, I don't know that I even want to do any of this stuff, but I'm not, I'm not opposed to it, right? But there's ways to right. go about it that at least make sense, whereas like what they're talking about now, which is just, well, congratulations, you're 18 and you're African-American, so go to college. That's awful. But if it's like, hey, you're 18, you're African-American, you know, go to college, but here's these 50 trades that are all valuable. And and when they when they showed that to us, like for that grant thing, it wasn't like just a, these are valuable. No, it was, there was, it was like a little spreadsheet kind of thing. And it was like, here's the average hourly rate of somebody in this job in the state of Kansas, mm-hmm. right? And then it was down the list with all of that. So you could see straight up, you know, what are the job prospects? How much does this job pay? And things like that. And uh, that is what is needed if something like that is pursued because then not everybody's going to go because not everybody's going to want to do the things that are on that list. And I, I don't know. Every, everything is going to be problematic. Everything is racist anymore, but that's well, how I would look at so it. So I, I remember what I was going to say, and it, it kind of, you said communism. That's why I was, was kind of leaning that way. Uh, not everybody's equal. And that, that's kind of the whole thing about communism is, is everybody's classless society. Everybody's on the same playing field. Right. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. There's there's people out there that are smarter than doctors. There's people out there that are smarter than their lawyers. I'm sorry that you were born. I'm not talking about skin color, but some people are just not that smart. So they have to do the grunt work. But there's also ways to do the grunt work and still make a good living. Sure. But we get this indoctrination through public school. Nope. Go do something you love. Manual labors for the poor. Right. Don't be like that. Blah, 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 blah. Well, now they've done that. I mean, we heard that all through high school, all through grade school, all through middle school. Generations before us heard that. And and they're still probably preaching it. And you know what you have now? A lack of trades. Well, that and a student loan debt crisis, exactly. right? There's yes. there's more yeah. people with with more debt in student loans than there are people with like debt in like mortgages, mm-hmm. right? I mean that's huge. I mean a lot of people's student loan debt is like a house payment, right? And then yeah. if, if that takes you twenty years to pay off because the job you get doesn't make you a doctor, where you're just you know pulling in huge chunks of money that you can live in a month, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. feasible to do. And then the other thing is you end up by the time somebody gets out of school and they have all this debt and they're closer to the age of 30 and stuff like that. I mean, the things they want to do is like, you know, maybe get married, maybe have a family. They want to start kind of settling down, but you can't do that because you're Mm -hmm. stuck having to trade off, live in this crappy apartment. And you can say that this is all decisions that these people made. And I I agree with that. And that is the case. But the system that we've created doesn't make these kids aware of that. It it just shoves them through the meat grinder. And then suddenly you wake up and you're 30 and it's like, fuck, you know, and then that's... 
that's not even a racial thing. That's just across the board. Yeah. And yeah. so the thing they're talking about now with the school, I think, would just make that situation even worse for a population of people who have been wronged by this society. Mm-hmm. And it's going to just end up shooting them in the foot again 10 years from now. Yeah. And, and so... Talk about I don't know the racial divide. Answer. Yeah. I mean, there's already a divide in this country. You got to do something like that. You're just creating a more of a divide. But anyway, we built this, beat this like a dead horse. So uh, the next thing I thought was hilarious is, you know, the Biden administration is now saying the border is not open, but they want to give foreign aid to South America. They want to, here's some money, keep your fucking people. But they, you know, a few months ago, open borders, open borders, because they want that fucking vote. Yeah. And I, and I, one, I'm very against foreign aid. I, I cannot stand foreign aid, because that is money coming out of my paycheck, my pocketbook, that pays for gender studies in Pakistan. Right. Which, what? <laughs> I mean, well, I think we're back at taxes aren't charity. Exactly. Right? And so why yeah. is the government being charitable with income that they took from me without my consent in the first place? Yeah. Like, if, I, not... if I feel like donating to a Christian whatever to feed homeless kids in Africa, uh, right? cool. Voluntarism is a wild concept. Well, and even if you're going to have a government and you're going to have taxes, another way to get $4 billion for like these specific countries is identify the charities that help people that are from these countries and deal with those kinds of issues and say, hey, everybody who gives money to these charities, that money is like double tax exempt or some shit like that. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Incentivize yeah. people to yeah. give their own money to this place as a means to avoid federal income taxes. Yeah. 100% people do it. Yeah, they would. Um, big businesses would be donating like crazy, you know? Yeah. It's just... I, I find it, it's both things about it just are just hilarious to me, though. Like, the border's really not open. So now they're starting to freak out because how many thousands of people are coming across the border, that, you know, uh, every day now? And then also, their way of to, to stop it is to buy off. And it does go in the article, and it's not going to the, the governments, but it's supposed to go to organizations that are more local. Still. Here, keep your people. Here's some money. Shut up. Go away. Until three years from now, we got another election coming around, and this will all get swept under the rug, and they'll be talking about how open borders, and you can come over here and be a U.S. citizen just because you crossed the border. And, and not that right. I'm against open... I'm Sorry, I'm against open borders. Not that I'm against anybody coming over and being a U.S. citizen. Um, I just think this is ridiculous on, on you know, a hundred different ways. You know... Why? $4 billion, actually, it says, too. $4 billion to give to South America to keep their keep their people there. Right. Democrats. The, imagine being in the mind of a Democrat for a day. One in Congress. Well, I bet that's a... That has to be a lot of different moving gears and a lot of different shit that's not it's quite It's either working. that or it's just a constant hum. Because <laughs> what I see is it's, yeah. it's reactionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not proactive about anything. No. It's, it's just constantly reacting to what the latest outrage is. Right. And so, oh, outrage, I'm going to soothe. Oh, outrage, I'm going to soothe. Oh, it's like the mother hen mom, right? Every time mm. something goes wrong, oh, baby, come here, let me hug you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when sometimes yeah. the answer needs to be kind of more dad, tough love yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Uh, the next one, I actually added this, and I don't remember what this is about, Sue. It was coronavirus stuff. Uh... And it was... Well, cases are going down. Vaccines are available for people who want them. Um, We've now also learned that the testing was was too sensitive for way too long. Mm -hmm. So a whole bunch of the cases that were reported were probably bullshit anyway. Uh, 
now that all that stuff is starting to go down, the government is like trying to cling for, oh my gosh, they don't want to let this go. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. they, they want to keep the control, you know, the mass and the lockdown, all this shit. And mm-hmm. now that there's states that are saying, yeah, this is dumb. We're done with it. Yeah. Cause I think it's they're, now. Yeah. They're doubling down now. They're like, they're acting like it's still March of last year. Yeah, you yeah. Know? There's new variants. There's new variants. Yeah, Everybody watch out. End. You know, Texas. And it's kind of funny because Mississippi actually opened up before Texas did. But Texas is such a, like a hotbed. It's such a... It's iconic. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Iconic. That's a good word for it. So, obviously, they've taken all the spotlight, which is fine. Um, but now I think you've got... Well, Florida and South Dakota never quite closed down. It was like the two states where they kind of said, fuck it. Yeah, they had right. some mask mandates and some, but it wasn't like mass lockdowns. I don't think they really implemented any, you know, uh, you got to close your doors at 8 p.m., that kind of weird shit. Because at 8 p.m., the coronavirus takes a, the, yes. you know, or, or it's real active. Sorry, it takes, you know, the day it's not quiet, but after 8 o'clock, it's, you know, it wakes up for the day. Anyways, uh, but then you have, so yeah, North Dakota, or sorry, South Dakota, Florida, uh, Alabama, uh, Mississippi, and Texas are now completely, I think, is, uh, I think it's those five are pretty much. 100% open. I think Florida and, and South Dakota might still have a mask mandate, but they don't enforce it. No one follows it. It's just kind of funny. Like you said, doubling down, you know, they're, they're freaking out. You know, the, the, uh, Congress, the government, they figured out a lot of uh, a lot about how people act when we say better wear a mask. Yeah. You know, oh, we're going to shut you down. You can't you can't dine indoors. Um, but we'll let you, you you know, you can dine outdoors and make shelters, you know, with roofs and walls and air conditioning and heating and everything, but it's technically outdoors. I mean, especially in places like New York and California and stuff, they built like their patios. They just turned into, you know, just an extension of the restaurant, but it's technically outdoors. So that's okay. You can't eat indoors unless it's the leaders, the rules for, you know, the, but not for me type thing. But then that didn't work, so we're going to shut that down because, you know, we gave you a little bit too much freedom, so we're taking that away. The thing everybody forgets about all of this is that the only point of any of this to begin with, which, remind you, Fauci was against the mask thing to begin with. So yes. it didn't matter what important. But it was about, the concept was preventing hospitals from being overloaded. Because if the hospitals were overloaded, mm-hmm. people couldn't get the care that they might need, and then it would lead to more deaths, right? Yeah. yeah. So, needless to say, that never happened. Right, hospitals never really got overloaded to the apocalyptic point that they said so. Like, no, even at the height of the virus in New York, when they were sending in the army to build all these hospitals, all those hospitals were empty pretty much the whole time. Yes, so they didn't use that ship. Yeah, at all. It, the the whole flatten the curve thing was just. It was a. I understand the thought. Sure, but obviously it wasn't needed. A year ago, there was a lot we didn't know, and there were some decisions that were made. And it's like, mm, let's see how it plays out. Don't necessarily agree, yeah. but it's been, yeah, it's been played out way too long. It was played out a month into it when we're like, eh, this isn't that big of a deal. I actually went to, uh, I went to Sam's yesterday. I haven't, uh, I haven't gone to Sam's in a long time. Don't go there very often, but I walk in, I don't wear a mask. I don't wear a fucking mask anywhere. Um, walk in and, uh, don't put one on. No one says nothing. I'm walking through the store and I kid you not. I come down an aisle, and there's a T. There's an aisle this way. And I stop, and there's an older lady who's walking by. And uh, I'm, I don't know, me to you distance away, you know, just waiting for her to cross. And she sees that I'm not wearing a mask, and she puts her hand up on the side of her face. 
because now she had a mask. She had a mask on. Yeah. But puts her hand up on the side of her face because my breath, obviously, that hand will stop everything. Yep. That's insane. I was like, hmm. it's cult, man. It it really is. I, I I didn't say anything. I confrontation does not bother me one bit. I will never be the one to go initiate it. Yeah. Cool. I I don't care. You can if you want to wear a mask for the rest of your life, wear a mask. I guess what but, kills me about that is if you're that afraid, why are you at Sam's? Yeah, well, and, uh, Sam's was busy as fuck yesterday. I mean, Amazon exists. Yeah. Right? Like, if you think yeah. you're going to die because somebody's not wearing their mask. Like, if, if you really thought that, yeah, you wouldn't take that risk. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I would tell you that even for myself, it would be like, oh, no, I'm out of toilet paper. I have to go to Walmart, but I might die because there's people in Walmart. Yeah. I'm not going to risk my life for toilet paper. Not I'm going to go out back and grab a leaf or... You know, a newspaper or something. Or it's 2021, and if you live inside a... Amazon. <laughs> not even that. There's all these delivery services. Sure. Postmates. Yep. Because uh, <clears throat> there's... I think DoorDash even does it now. There's some places that are actually... They've added, like, Walgreens and stuff yep. in Walmart to their... So you can log into the app. You open up. You pick Walgreens, and it has every product that Walgreens has where you can just buy it. A delivery driver will go pick it up. They will actually do it because they do touchless contact now where they'll leave it on your front porch. You can go out with your can of Lysol and spray everything down. Let it sit for a couple right. minutes. You don't have to worry about that at all. But yeah, it, it, it's just... It, it, it blows my mind that people are still... Like, well, wear the mask because... Because, uh... You know, it just, it makes people feel better. Well, no, 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 it's absolutely not. It's the of hiding under your desk during a nuclear attack in the 1950s. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just, we're doing something. So people <laughs> feel like they're doing something, so <laughs> right. therefore it's okay now. Right, right. I just, I, you know what thing, I think the thing that gets me the most too is you don't know what another person is going through. Health reasons. Uh, religious reasons. Religious reasons is a huge thing. There are, you know, you can't, uh, some religions you're required to cover your face, some you're not. You know, some religions you have to grow a beard, some you don't. You know, it's just, people just assume, like, oh, you're an evil son of a bitch because I'm righteous because I have this cloth over my face now. And you're the devil, man, because you choose not to. And you're immoral because you've, you're you going to kill somebody's grandma. And they've, you know, it's such a an emotional thing. Yes, when, it's emotion. When the facts and the data, the actual science, the stuff they right. worship the most. There's no science to support their mask bullshit. None. At all. None. But I think even the only study that came out uh, showed that it was basically a moot point. Yeah. But here we are. Anecdotal, Wear two of them. Wear two masks. Yeah. Anec- yeah, anecdotal evidence at best. I, I remember Bill Nye, because that guy is super qualified. He came out in the beginning of this and said, well, think about it like this. And anecdotally, I get his argument. It makes sense. You're wearing pants. Or sorry, we're both not wearing pants. And you pee. You could pee on me. But you put pants on. You, you pee, and maybe a little bit gets out and gets on me. But if we're both wearing pants, no one gets peed on. Cool. It, sound, it sounds good. Right. But it's anecdotal. That there's, it doesn't mean a fucking thing. You know, we go back to hydroxychloroquine, because uh, it's funny how there was a lot of anecdotal evidence that said hydroxychloroquine will, will help you not get coronavirus. But the, the left was like, no, 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 no. That's that that's anecdotal evidence. That doesn't mean anything. There's no major studies behind right. it, even though it's been around for, I don't know. hundred years. Exactly. But as soon as you say it's anecdotal evidence about the mask, well, it just makes sense. Right. Common sense. Hmm. The common sense. Just yeah. the science. I will still continue to not wear a fucking mask. <laughs> Anyways, now we're talking about some aliens and some space. And there's two on here that... Uh, they actually kind of coincide with each other, and I was having some tr- trouble 
So I don't want to forget about these cuttlefish and octopus. Yes. So do you know what the marshmallow test is? I do not. Okay, so it actually, it, it's a delayed gratification, which is a funny thing because that could kind of go up to a lot of political shit. But anyways, they do the marshmallow test with kids. <clears throat> Like six-year-olds and stuff like that. And they basically have, you know, a bunch of kids sit at a table and they put a marshmallow in front of them. They say, hey, if you hold on and don't eat that marshmallow and you wait five minutes, we're going to give you a bigger and better treat. Some kids, they go ahead and eat the marshmallow. The kids that are, I'm sorry, the kids that are smarter, that's generally, it's it's an IQ thing. They will wait and they will get a candy bar or something in the end. And it it shows delayed gratification. Well, they did this with cuttlefish. Octopus, that whole like, you know, group, that whole species of shit, they're smart. Oh, yeah. So I said it's going to get into the article. It's next, which is scientists think that octopuses are aliens. But anyways, they did this, and they used some, uh, I think they used some, like, live prawn, or they used some other food that was already kind of dead and blah, blah, blah. And some cuttlefish went and ate it right away. But they, they, and they, and if you go through the article, they designed some, like, some cages where they can only grab one thing, you know, and, and, and this. But there was some that actually withheld and waited for a bigger and better treat. So it's it's really weird because it's like the only animal species besides like chimpanzees and maybe dolphins, if I remember right. There's only a handful out there besides humans that actually exhibit this kind of behavior. Most animals, you put it in front of them, they eat it. They don't care. Uh, so it goes back to now scientists are thinking that octopuses might be aliens. And we've talked about this before. They're way too damn smart. Oh, they're unlike anything else on the planet. Exactly. And that's what this one goes into because their DNA is... It talks about how it's sequenced. It's nothing. It's like nothing on the planet. So they're like, this is foreign. This is not from this world. Right. Just interesting shit. Well, and that, you know, so in our own solar system, all the worlds that we would go look at for existing life are moons of other planets that are, we think, have oceans underneath sheets of ice. So mm-hmm. what kind of stuff would you find in an ocean, right? There you go. Yeah. Maybe one of those bastards rolled in on a frozen comet or something once upon a time, and here we are. Yeah, definitely could be. I mean, because uh, they lay, I think, hundreds, if not thousands of, like, live young or eggs at a time. Oh, really? You know, it's not like they only reproduce and there's, like, two of them. I mean, it's tons. It wouldn't yeah. take long for... Interesting stuff. I mean, they're, they're just so weird. They're so smart. It's like if they had hands. I, think, you know, I, I don't know. You know, like, what separates us? Because, like, even dolphins, you know, they say they're very smart. But they kind of got the shit into the stick. They got fins and a tail but they can't really do anything with that, you know? You know, that's an interesting one because it kind of gets back to the whole perception. So somebody could be happy and have next to nothing relative to another person. Sure. And so if a dolphin, you have this unlimited, virtually unlimited expanse of ocean on the planet, and there's a huge variety of fish that you can eat, all kinds of places you can explore, family, friends, all that stuff. You're kind of an alpha predator. I mean... I don't know. I mean, you could be curious about space, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to desire to, like, go there, you know? True. Or, my own little personal thing here, we we just happen to evolve sooner, maybe, than them. You know, they say, you know, whether you believe in evolution or whatever, people came from a fish. Sure. You know, whatever. Uh, we all came from something like that. And maybe, possibly... They're just, that species hasn't evolved to where they've learned to crawl out of the water, you know? Could be. And learn to, you know, or I guess, obviously they have to develop lungs and shit like that. Well, dolphins, they've already, you know, 
They're mammals, so they actually have lungs. They just hold their fucking air very well. Uh, is that right? Did I just make that up? Dolphins have lungs, right? They're not like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, mammals. wait, because whales and dolphins, they don't, they don't, they don't have gills. <laughs> so I was like, uh, did I just right. fuck that up? <laughs> anyway, so maybe they're just not at the point where they're walking out of water yet, you know, and they've developed like little feet, you know. Sure. Maybe we're not at the point where we're walking back into the water. And maybe that, <laughs> like Waterworld, you know that. Uh, what Kevin? What's his name? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah, he had gills behind his ears. Anyways, I think it's just interesting that they're, you know, they 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 did this test to cuttlefish, and it's like, hmm. You know, interest, interesting shit, you know, but there was just some. So yeah, on the same note, I guess, because we mentioned aliens on uh, the water worlds. So on Mars, they're not really expecting to find life, but they're maybe hoping that we could find signs of past life mm-hmm. and say that, you know, Mars was once habitable one way or the other. And so that's kind of the whole point of the uh, 2020 Mars Roser, Mars Rover. This is just some pictures that, uh, I mean, it's, it's wild. Off that island and on the coast of Greenland. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? Devon Island. Yeah. (laughs) We we got some pictures of Mars. Um, I just wanted to, we just talked about Mars for a second. I just thought it was neat. I mean, technology 4k, you know, that, that the stuff we have now, like now these pictures are really clear. Oh yeah. You know, it compared to what we had and, it's just kind of neat to actually be able to see details in the land, in the, in the, uh, you know, in the, uh, what the fucking, I want to say landscape, but anyways, um, it's just cool. Whoops. Kind of, kind of neat, neat stuff. We're going to hopefully find out. I'm pretty excited when, uh, what's the name of that drone? Um, Ingenuity, I think. Ingenuity. Yeah. When Ingenuity starts taking off, I think it's going to be a little bit, though. I want to say, I think if I remember last time I read, it was like after Perseverance landed, is going to be like three months or six months or something like that. Right. But anyways, more about space. SpaceX? Yeah, the SpaceX crash. So it landed, but then it blew up. So they have trouble throttling down the engines. Mm-hmm. So it lands with only one engine burning to try to slow it down enough. Well, obviously that's not enough. Mm-hmm. They don't leave two engines lit because they can't throttle down the second engine enough to where it wouldn't just, it would screw it up in another way. Sure. So they're having issues landing it. So the, I think the solution at the moment was stronger legs and then try to work on having two engines coming down for descent. And they've also thrown the idea out there. I don't know if anybody's seen it where instead of landing on the ground, it lands next to the tower and the tower has like a giant mechanical hand that catches it. Oh, that yeah. might be what they end up doing too. I wonder if propulsion through, you know, fire, it you know is is the future. I mean, right now it's all we got. I wonder when it's going to be. You know, I don't know the space time weapon. Sure, they have like plasma engines and stuff that you know they yeah. just kind of emit matter out of the back i don't know that they'd really work in gravity they work better in space and then yeah. uh nuclear rockets i think is the ultimate answer this is still even as advanced as uh this is this is still so crude compared to science fiction you know? right yeah. you know star trek which yeah i know that sounds all fiction and that's you know but at the same time that's you know I'm kind of surprised they haven't sort of more pushed towards having like a little escape pod in that thing. 
Mm-hmm. And then they just recover the escape pod, and the escape pod might not be necessarily reusable, but then you can just leave the big body up in space and just, like, perpetually connect them into, like, massive space station. Sure. You know? He's probably thought about that. I don't know. The guy's pretty smart. We'll get there, though. We'll get there. I think it's, what, next year or something? He wants to start sending stuff to Mars for future. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Think about when our kids are grown. I think I've said this before, actually. But I still I think about it a lot. Is there going to be a point where your daughter and my son are, can be like, fuck this planet? I wonder, you know, because there's nowhere else to go. Right. Right? There's no Barring other. some government collapse and every land yeah. comes up for grabs again, but... Yeah. It's just... Anyway, we'll go on to technology. And this is about uh, cryptocurrency. Bitcoin, which is kind of funny because cryptocurrency is, you know, there's obviously no government involvement... Except when you cash out, you have to pay taxes on it, you know? Right. Government doesn't like that. <laughs> you know, they want to be in control. Yeah, it's a threat, because if you have money in another currency, they can't tax that currency, so they have to tax the investment side of it. But what if you're just holding it forever, and, and what happens if you end up just spending crypto on stuff? Yeah. Right? There's no transaction there for them to tax. And so you can and you can now do? buy a Tesla with Bitcoin. Getting there, yeah. Yeah, it's going to, I mean, so anyways, the New York Attorney General, he was warned the cryptocurrency uh, industry, you know, you play by the rules or we will shut you down. Fuck out of here, man. Right. <laughs> like, your threats are so empty. I don't give a fuck what you say. One, there's way too many cryptocurrencies right now. And as soon as you find a way to shut one down, another one will pop up. Right. And people will just continue just going... Well, this is why bouncing, I think bouncing. there's, you know, as, as crappy as things seem to have gotten, this is why there's still hope because somebody could walk away from the union. And when I say union, I'm referring to, you know, United States. Mm-hmm. And you could just pick up a crypto and your banking thing is solved immediately. It's not like you have to come up with some whole other system. It's already there and it's free to use and everybody around the world does it. I mean, mm-hmm. countries that we do sanctions against, that's already what they do. They know that they can't do business with banks that do business in dollars. So they just buy Bitcoin, and then everybody right. wants the Bitcoin, right? And that's yeah. how that's how they get around it. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's huge. Uh, crypto's a huge one for for freedom, and I think you see that because you're seeing obviously, you know, government have to crack down on it because they're they're terrified of it. Yeah, they don't they can't control the value of it like they do with the you know the right. fiat currency. And I, I can't wait. I would love to come to a time, and I hope it happens in our life. Where I don't even mess with the U.S. dollar anymore. Right. I hope I can buy Dogecoin, and I can do Bitcoin, and Ethereum, and whatever. You know, all these damn different cryptos. And I'd be like, well, okay, you accept this. Well, let me hop my wallet real quick. I'll just transfer $100, you know, we'll say dollars. $100 in Dogecoin for, I don't know, Litecoin. I don't know. And then I'll buy my product from you. You know, because, and and that's that's the great thing, is not all businesses have to accept all right. these different kinds of cryptos. They can take whatever they want. Exactly. Yep. Like, well, we only accept this kind of coin. Cool. Just boop, 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 boop. You know, go, go to a restaurant. You go to Applebee's. You get your half-price apps, and they accept, you know, Ethereum. Well, you can trade it. There's, and there's so many different platforms out there to trade these, you know, or exchange, sorry, I said right. trade these cryptos. It's just, it's fantastic. 
And it kind of shows that the market will always find a way. You know, that that even though people try to control it and try to control it and try to control it, it, it always finds a way. Anywho, New York Attorney General, you can shut the fuck up. <sighs> so, The weekend. This was one of my favorite conspiracies of the last couple weeks, kind of off the wall. So there's kind of a long history of somewhat of uh, musicians selling their soul to the devil for fame and stuff like that. Uh, Bob Dylan did a 60 Minutes interview where he said as much. Um, A lot of talk about like John Lennon. There's a a blues artist. I can't remember his name in the 1930s that is purportedly done the same. You know, the Faustian Mm -hmm. pact kind of thing. Lady Gaga. So uh, this guy on YouTube... And it's, it's, it's kind of interesting because it, it was it does actually make a pretty good little story. I mean, it's like 20 minutes. So we're not going to watch it here, but it does kind of flow together. Mm-hmm. So The weekend, his music videos from when he started to today, if you kind of line them all up chronologically, it it I'll be damned if it doesn't actually tell a little story of The weekend. And there's this this guy that like <laughs> watching it you wouldn't necessarily say it but like watching it with this context you're like oh yeah well that's classic satan it even looks like satan yeah. right and so he makes he's he's nobody makes a deal with the devil devil makes him famous and all this stuff the devil comes to collect his soul the weekend rebels and in one of his videos there's actually a cross in it and he fights off the demons and he escapes for a little while but then the devil catches back up to him uh and then he gets captured and he gets basically taken over by a demon and he's he's basically this puppet that has to go out there and and dance for the devil, so to speak. Gotcha. There's, there's a lot of like cult overtones and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was just a really entertaining one uh, to watch, I thought, because it was, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's strange. If you have time, check it out, man. I would, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go back and watch it. Uh, you know, the Lady Gaga, she has a lot of symbolism in her, in her music videos and stuff like that. And, and I've heard that same kind of thing, like you know, made a deal with the devil, and and so many people have in the in the, in the industry. We'll say, even that's Hollywood or the music industry. I you know, I don't know. It's fun, you know. I, I there's a lot of conspiracy theories I don't subscribe to. Um, well, I would I would break but, it down like this too. So you have literal devil, and then you have metaphorical devil, kay. right? So selling your soul to the literal devil obviously could be a thing, but selling your soul to the metaphorical devil could also be a thing. Because if you put everything you have into this one thing, then that one thing becomes inescapable, right? And so when you look at like a lot of, I mean, I'm not saying like this is the case with like The weekend or Lady Gaga, but Mm -hmm. celebrity suicide, celebrity depression, you know, the drug use and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, they sold their soul to the metaphorical devil, right? And they can never escape the celebrity thing because everywhere they go they're always doing a show you know what i mean like even in their daily life just trying to walk down the road you're you're that you're you're yeah, yeah, yeah. you're no. never whatever lady gaga's name is you can't you're, go you're back lady to gaga yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. always her you so you've you've sold your soul to that mm-hmm. and so you know i think there's a couple ways that that could be true but i don't know that's one that's always always kind of fascinated me because I, I am a religious guy i mm-hmm. i do believe in in supernatural and I don't know. That's an interesting one. It's fun. I'll, uh, like I said, I'll go, I'll go back and watch it. Um, you could even go as far as to say that metaphorical devil is the dollar. Oh, because, absolutely. You know, a lot of artists want to be artists, but what's even better is being an artist and getting a lot of money. 
Well, and I, you know? I I don't know the specific verse, but but in the Bible where that kind of money is the root of all evil mm-hmm. saying comes from the the word that is used for well so what it says is like the love of money but in the original text the the greek word you know they have several different words for love but the word that's used in that context is closer to lust and so it's not that money itself is evil it's that the lust for money is evil right which would be like greed or anything like that so so yeah. the pursuit of wealth the pursuit of success can be evil because if you become just consumed by the pursuit of that thing you know it, it's just like any other addiction kind of at that point it can mm-hmm. you know destroys you down a rabbit hole and hmm. i don't know that's that's what you see here i think a lot some of the celebrity stuff is it's a uh, what do you lose in order to gain something yeah that's interesting Okay. Oh. But so. but in the end of that video, there's a whole like that weekend actually got killed, and then some satanic cultists uh, brought him back to life, and he's like possessed by a demon, and he's huh. he's literally just a. It, it was fun. Wasn't he a puppet at the Super Bowl halftime show? It gets into that. Okay. It, it shows like how the stylistic change in the music videos from the beginning to the end is that now he's literally just basically a robot for. The devil, and <laughs> even all the other little demon faceless dancers around yeah. him. I'm curious. So, there's there's a point where he's literally surrounded by, like a you know demon esque figures, and he's dancing on a stage in the middle, and he's not happy about it, but he can't do anything about it. That's fucking crazy. Oh yeah, it's, it's it, yeah, oh you'd like it, you'd like it. It's good. Well, so uh, my mind also wonders to the. I wonder if he's had the same uh, director and producer for his music videos since he started. And that guy actually has done... Intentionally. Yeah, intentionally yeah. made this... So, so you that can, it all flows together. Which yeah. is, artistically, that's cool as fuck. Right. Maybe pick something a little different than demons. I don't know. Well, I, they're not like outright demons. Like, sure. It's not like horns okay. and fire. Yeah, it's it's but, more like... Okay, yeah. But, but, but in the context of watching it through the lens of that particular YouTube video, it's like obvious that these are non-human entities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, yeah. You know. Yeah. So... Next is uh, con- uh, some corona, coronavirus, New York City. What the fuck? Um, well, maybe if I can get it to load. New York uh, exaggerating their COVID rates. Right, which should surprise no one because they, you know, also covered up how many people they killed by ordering them into nursing homes. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's been kind of the story of COVID control it's all control and yeah. it's, it's whatever we want to tell you so that we can exercise control because it's i would even say that it's less about any specific governor any specific state or any specific federal administration i think what this is about at this point is breaking the soul of the average person because once you've done that across the board you can do whatever you want mm-hmm. then coronavirus can be over and you we already see that now with like the mask people and even the joe biden we're almost to the end people I swear by July 4th, if you just do what I say, you'll be able to hang out with your family on the 4th of July. You know what I mean? Yeah. People, people <clears throat> buy that. They're like, oh my God. If you've been vaccinated. Yeah. It's, wearing a mask. I'll, I'll be free if I just do what they say. And it's like, yeah. that, that's kind of not the whole point of freedom, right? Right. <laughs> like there's, no, there's no terms to freedom. There's just, you either have it or you don't. And, uh, and freedom, sometimes there's consequences, consequences right. that come with it. It just. And like that lady you were saying at Sam's that, you know, put her hand up beside her mouth. It just. You know, they're they're in a cult, man. And those kind of people, the goal of big government is to create people like that because it's 
it's conditioning, it's domesticated livestock mm -hmm. at that point, right? They're locked in a fence. Oh, look at the sheep. They're happy in this big green pasture. It's like when you buy chicken eggs and it's like, oh, look, cage-free pasture-raised chicken eggs. I mean, they're still in a fucking fenced in, right? It's just a you know, bigger, but they bigger don't, fence. But yeah. they, they have no yeah. concept of the world around them, right? Right. And, and that's what they're shooting for is because once they get people to that point, now suddenly you can raise taxes whenever you want. You can order them to do whatever you want them to do. You can send them off to war and they won't say anything. They become like the ultimate machine. And, and that's what government looks at you as. You're just a fucking warm body to plug into whatever they need. Yeah, and, and, and if people don't... So, conspiracy theories. Like, this is one I actually... Like, the control thing. That, that I 100% believe that there's been so much shit that's gone on with this coronavirus that it's been done as a power grab. I don't I don't subscribe to the QAnon, you know, that go down that path. But cuz cuz th this quickly can lead into that path if you choose to go that direction. But as of just a, as just a power grab and these people thinking, well, like a uh, governor Cuomo killing old people, faking the numbers. Like why would you do that? What, what, in the end, what was your, what, 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 what gave you the idea that this was a good idea other than I can have a little bit of extra control if I just exaggerate this just a little bit, right. then that little bit comes a little bit more than that little bit. Pretty soon your little bit became a whole fucking bunch. We've been seeing it, you know, and then you have states like Florida where it's like, ah, fuck that. I'm not going to have mask mandates. We're not going to really lock down, blah, 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 blah. And the data shows that. Nothing. There yeah. is no difference. It's politics attracts narcissism, right? All these people get in these roles and they, it's my duty to make sure people are safe. So I have to do something yeah. because I'm the only one who can do it. We know what's I, best for you. I have yeah. the magic invisible tools yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, it's, it's just retarded. But that's the type of person that we breed here in America through the public education system. And Yep, we do. There's actually, and there's one, uh, sorry to cut you off. There is one uh, more conspiracy theory I didn't didn't put in here i forgot there's a tiktok video floating around about joe biden and uh so there's <laughs> to jump into q anon real quick joe biden it, if you're following q anon or q for all you q anon people out there uh joe biden's a clone or a body double or whatever and there's a tiktok video floating around where this guy has an ipad up to his tv and he's like hold on it's joe biden giving a speech he's like ah, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but what the fuck is this? And it has, the guy looks like Joe Biden in the picture of Joe Biden. And then there's the guy who's doing the speech and the earlobes. So, you know, how some people have that genetic mutation where right. they don't have earlobes, really. It just kind of goes straight up. Well, the picture of Joe Biden from the Internet, he has earlobes. But the guy giving the speech does not have earlobes. And it just, whoop, it goes straight up. That's awesome. I don't have the video. I forgot to add it, and I've lost it because I would go ahead and play it, and it's like a minute long. But kind of interesting. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, huh. Shapeshifters. Alex Jones was right. Yeah. Alex Jones is right about so much shit. Okay, he fucked up on Sandy Hook. I mean, he fucked up bad. But that guy, he, he was right a lot about a lot of stuff. China now has the largest army yep. in the world. Navy, yeah. Navy, sorry. That's what I meant. Um, did you add this one or me? 
Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, we might have needed to move this one up into like politics, but I, basically eh. where this one is headed is China now has a huge navy. Yeah, doesn't mean that everything is as great as ours, but they have a lot of it. And I guess where this goes in the long run is the fall of Taiwan. How long does China wait before they go attack Taiwan? Mm-hmm. Now, this is interesting because I think it's probably going to happen sooner rather than later. The U.S. does not have any kind of arms treaty with Taiwan that says we back them up when that attack happens. And so if, you know, Joe Biden is your president and China attacks Taiwan, which it sounds like would probably happen after the 2022 Olympics because they don't want to do it while the international community. China's not concerned about governments. They really aren't. What they're concerned about is people. And that's why they're so hardcore cracking down on individuals, right? Like even to host... It's like we do this podcast. If you wanted to host this, or not even host, just have this podcast syndicated in China, Mm -hmm. that requires you to have your passport, your identification, and all that stuff on file with the Chinese government just to get it onto one of those Chinese platforms. So they're very cracked down on the individual. So they want to do anything they're going to do in Taiwan after the Olympics because the Olympics is this huge international thing, whether you like the Olympics or not. Mm-hmm. And government is reactionary to people. And so if there's this outrage against China, that the Olympics is something so many people watch or pay attention to. People who would not usually pay attention to something would be all over that. Yeah. And so it creates an impetus for there to be individual group resistance against China. And so China is not going to do it until after the Olympics. But they have this huge navy. They have all the nukes. They have all the money. Yeah. There's no reason they wouldn't do it. And if the U.S. isn't going to back anybody up, which, you know, let's be honest, I'll even throw some shade at Trump. Hong Kong just was allowed to fall, right? Mm. Now Taiwan has guns. It's going to be a harder thing, but there's no will to go over there. And then the problem is going to be once China takes Taiwan, they control the entirety of Southeast Asia. That's it. Your only hope at that point is going to be Japan, which has no meaningful military presence to speak of whatsoever when compared to China. And it's small. Yep. So small. It's a fucking island. So we're we're definitely, I think, in the decade of World War Three. Some shit with China, one way or another. And I, you know, sad to say, I think the, in my opinion, we're living through the cultural collapse of America. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see how we dig out of this. I mean, I don't see the, I don't see the signs that the correction is coming. Even if it is, even if a bunch of people did get fired up, it's not enough of us anymore. So barring like, you know, Texas. Right, and the, the Republic of Texas and a bunch of places going with it. I good old fashioned America that's gonna say no communism here is I think it's gone, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean there it, I, I think it's looming. Um there's so many of these young Democrats, uh socialists. Well it's just because the emotion arguments are easy to think of. So yeah. it doesn't have to be logic or long term planning, it's just feel good. Yeah. Well, and it, always, it goes back to tribes. Yeah. Everything goes back to tribes and goes back to a collective group of people that, you know, we, so the liberal uh, thing today is we should feel bad because we're white, because our ancestors came over here and we took over Indian land and we slaughtered all these Indians and, and blah, 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 blah. Well, at the same time, that's, that's happened since the fucking dawn of man. Yeah. This tribe overpowers this tribe to gain this land, to gain this power. Then you have an empire that builds up. Then you have someone else that comes along and says, uh-uh. Then the, and it's just, it's, it's, it will never go away. We can see it in real time right now. China is doing it. They're making a huge navy. They're going to get, they're going to, like you said, they're going to own, own that half of the fucking world. 
Right. It, it just they're bigger. The tribes are bigger now, and they're easier to communicate with each other. It, that's why I don't feel guilty about my ancestors coming along and killing Indians. Because this is something that just humans do. Yeah, and I there's also some myth there of the purely peaceful people who, you know, it was like the, the only violent people in history were white cultures. Oh, bullshit, yeah. Oh, yeah, complete bullshit. That's like, You have to frame it in that context to even get to the point that they make, which is false in and of That's itself. A, that, goes, so. th- that also goes along the lines of that all wars, were, all, all wars have been fought over religion. Right, yeah. We've all heard that argument. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. they haven't. Right. No, they haven't. Almost never. World, World War Two. Yeah. The on, <laughs> only, only way to even look at that is, like, you can say that if you look at, like, maybe they try to throw a religious veneer on it to get people to care about it who otherwise wouldn't. Sure. But the other one I would say is if we reframe religion in the sense of politics and power, sure. Because well, yeah, that's, that, that's yeah. what I say now is, like, our politics is becoming religious. People are so bought into it, right, that, like, it's a it's a religious movement in and of itself. Yeah. But when everybody thinks religion, they just want to think, you know, Christianity, Islam, you know, Jews, Buddhists, whatever. Well, and isn't that the point, like, behind communism, too, is to get rid of all Stamp religions yep. except for this one? Yep. Well, China. Yeah. It's an yeah. atheist state. I mean, uh, the United States of America, uh, lefties would, oh, it was Christian shit. No, it's not. This is, like, as secular atheist as shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, they give tax exemption to Scientology. I mean, spare me your Christians run the world thing. No but, shit. Uh, yeah. So, AOC, I think you put this one in here too, but she tweeted, trans kids are awesome, incredible, beautiful, and wonderful. Bigotry is not. Republicans need to stop obsessing over other people's gender identity because, frankly, it's very weird, and they're doing a lot of harm to children who are just trying to be themselves. Oh, that's because she was retweeting. Yeah, and this was over the whole uh, trans kids in sports things, and when they say kid, it's kind of disingenuous because the way she frames that is like all these five-year-olds, these innocent little five-year-olds that just want to have their sex change operation when we're really kind of more into like the college-age adult stuff and things like that, which at that point is, um, I mean, it's a big issue either way, but you're the the end of women's sports basically is what you're looking at here. And then the other one... uh, this is such a trend thing. I mean, there there's a medical industry that, that pushes this onto kids, right? Like, instead of just being a normal teenager and maybe wondering about yourself, you're just jumping to this conclusion that's irreversible, mm-hmm. right? You make this decision, it scars you for life. And so, yeah, you're not going to be depressed as a kid because everybody around you is telling you it's great, but then one day you're going to wake up and you're an adult and it's like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. Right? Because you've painted yourself into a corner and you've done something you can't change. So When you go as far as getting surgery because... Democrats want teenagers to be able to just go and get elective surgery like that, getting your dick lopped off. It's done. If you're a guy, that's done. Yeah, it might be a little easier if you're a woman because even if you get your breasts, breasts taken out, you can always go get implants to get them back later in life. But because that plastic surgery we've done very well with, I'm not so sure f- fake dicks. Like, you know, like, is there a pump? I don't know enough about it. You know, me neither. <laughs> me neither. But, I mean, you know, like your blood pressure thing? Like, do you have a pump in your pocket? And you're like, because, you know, early in your life you thought you were the opposite sex because right. you were kind of pushed into that corner. So you went ahead and you did this as a teenager because, you know, in your 20, 35, it's actually perfectly fine for a teenager to go do this without their parents' consent. So you got it chopped off. You got some fake tits put in. Then when you're 43 years old, you're like, what did I do? Yeah. What? I have never, you know. So then you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to get it reversed. You know, yeah, you can get the breast implants taken out and you can build pecs up again. And But your your dick 
So, I mean, less than, tw- you know, 2035 when we, you know... Have and it's such better- a sad thing yeah. because this is what the left, you know, here she is, oh, Republicans are stopping. Like, the left is the one shoving this down everybody's throat. They're the ones so focused yeah, on Yeah, the right yeah. is just like, no, I'm not eating this shit. Get it out of here. Yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, shut up and take it. And it's like, no, this is this is obviously not good for the whole of society. And the other thing, too, is that you're spending so much time on this tiny, tiny percentage of people. Not that there isn't a time and a place for that, but there's other issues at work in this country. And so why is this the narrative that gets pushed, you mm-hmm. know, as we lose freedom every day over, you know, COVID shit or MMT and the money printing machine and, you know, just, I don't I don't even know what to do anymore. I don't. So... Listen, I listened to a couple of comedians a while back, and they actually have a podcast that's very similar to this one. <clears throat> and I think the biggest reason why I I do this podcast is I want people to, like, I want to help people. Like, I, I really want people to be like, shit, never thought about it like that. It actually kind of makes sense. Because I, I don't want people to go down this this path in their life. Because, like I said on the last podcast... So many times growing up when I was a teenager, I knew I was right. I made the right decision. Now that I'm 33 years old, I've realized that I did not make the right decision. Teenagers, even in your in your young, your young 20s, just because you think you are making the right decision, you are so sure of it, that doesn't mean you're really making the right decision because I've lived it. I've done it. And I, I really want, like that, that anyways, I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but I, I the whole point of, like me, like really want to do this podcast is I, I want people to hear this and be like, okay, that's a different perspective and stuff like that. And I want to help people at the end of the day. Is it worth it? I mean, do we keep fighting or do you just eventually say, fuck it? Well, the only question left is how many people are there really left in the middle that you're going to grab back? Because, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about religion, AOC's in a cult. Every, yeah. Everybody's in some kind of cult or another, but she's in a cult. Like you're not people like her and that think like her, you're not reeling them back in. And so that's where I think the whole separation, secession stuff, whatever, you know, there has to be something to do. But yeah, it's, you know, how long do you even try to to pull people in if they're just going to dismiss you out of hand? Yeah, yeah. Do we keep fighting? Do eventually? I think you always have to keep fighting. I don't think, I, I, I personally can't give up. I mean, because I think if you just give up, and well, I, so in the context of the United States, I guess the way I look at it is how long do we keep fighting for the United States? And at what point do we say, no, we need to Texit. Like we have to throw up our own borders or they're just going to run us over. Like because yeah, yeah, we we're need fighting, that. but at yeah. some point there has to be, you know, a retreat is not losing. If you retreat back to an area that's more defensible in an effort to not lose that area, because sometimes you keep fighting, you get spread so thin, eventually you just get steamrolled, and then you don't even have the area to retreat, but you lose it all, Mm -hmm. right? So, I don't know, I'm not so sure that the thing at this point needs to be strategic retreat, you know, whether that's through the states or through uh, a secession movement from somewhere like Texas or something like that. I don't know. I I think we're rapidly approaching the time when that's going to be something we got to think about for sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think of it as a, uh, as losing. I mean, I I'm 100 percent ready for that. Uh, I just hope that we can we can persuade enough people, not persuade even, just wake people up enough to be like, don't go do the wrong thing, you know? Right. Like, but anyways, so the last one I wanted to talk about today, 
and this is just pretty good for Florida, but there's a guy who cut off his wife's lover's dick with a pair of scissors. Caught him cheating. Then the guy lived across the street. So he went in, and uh, the guy was sleeping. And while the guy was sleeping, he just broke into the guy's house and just snip. So (laughs) this is something that's always kind of made me laugh because the the normal man thing to do is when your wife cheats on you with another man is to go beat that other man up or even kill him or cut his dick off. What about your wife? Like, so <laughs> it takes two people, right? We know we know how sex works. It takes right, two people. Right. <laughs> I mean, so I've always thought it funny because like, okay. Well, he probably I- went to his wife's room first. He pulled up the sheets. He's like, damn it. There's <laughs> nothing here to cut. <laughs> I just, it always makes me laugh because I, you know what, you're, okay, so as a guy, as a guy out there, and I never, ever, ever condone cheating or adultery, but as a guy, and if I did not know that a woman was married and I was sleeping with her, I would apologize to that man. I'm sorry. I had no idea. That is your wife's fault at that point because- and the same goes for the... You reverse everything. There's a woman out there who's with a, with a guy and she doesn't know. You know, I don't expect you to be mad at that woman if you're a woman. Like, you get mad at the person who did the actual cheating. Like, yeah, this guy... Now, if he knew, then everybody's guilty at that point. Right. And it doesn't, the article doesn't go in to say whether that was even a thing. But, like, damn, man. Like, everything's fine, babe. We'll, we'll make it through this. I cut his dick off. <laughs> what? Rage, man. Yeah, crazy drug. Yeah, but it's all. But you always see that. It's always the guys going after the other guys. Like now, if you are a guy who is, and there's that's a whole thing. There are guys that go after married women because there's all kinds of people in this world. Yeah, you're a son of a bitch, and you deserve to get your ass whooped or possibly get your dick cut off because of what you're doing. But it's just always funny how guys always jump to the conclusion that like, you know what, this guy's I'm gonna go, whoop, I'm gonna go whoop his ass because of what he did. Well, hey, hold on, man. You know, I just, I, I think you got it reattached, if that was something you're curious about. That uh, just sounds terrible. Yeah, could you imagine just waking up to that, just snip? Like, oh. wonder if they have to give you a drug <laughs> to make sure you don't get a boner while it's trying to grow reattached, you know, because it starts swelling up. Just and stitches rip. You're like, no! Blood going everywhere. Help! <laughs> There's a movie out there on Netflix, I think, and I can't remember the name of it, but the whole premise is, is like this guy, he's, him and his friends went to camp in the wilderness, and he's like playing with a knife, and he goes out to take a piss, and he's doing something, and he like ends up cutting his dick off on accident, and then so like the whole point, they get him to the hospital, but the, the people never, the paramedics, the firefighters, they never got the guy's dick. So he go to the hospital with no dick. So his friends have this dick in a cooler and they, they're trying to get it to him. And lo and behold, there's another person at a hospital, at a different hospital, that had his dick cut off too. So they end up getting their dicks flip-flopped. <laughs> so stupid. It's like one of those American Pie movies. Yeah. Just absolute ridiculous, but I, I, I watched it. <laughs> oh, I think that's it for everything as far as that. Uh, yep. I'll try to get going. Yeah, I gotta tend to my meat. I'm smoking some ribs for the listeners out there. Not actually tending to my meat. So, alright guys, I think that'll cut it, uh, be it for today. So, thank you for listening. Oh, bye bye. <laughs>